that you are bigger that you are bigger and better and more powerful than anything and everything God that would want to surround us God we believe that in this that this moment God is a catalyst for us as people of faith God that this is not an oppressive time this is not a silencing time this is not a time of lacking God we don't because that's not your promise that's not your word and not only are we people God that live in truth but we're people of spirit and so our spirit declares this morning right here right now in this live stream in every home God in every place that we are every vehicle every coffee shop every every screen God that we are privileged Lord to be able to stream into that this morning God we are declaring that you are the way maker God that you are making a way Lord you're not afraid you haven't fallen off your throne you are not an insecure God you are not a God who doubts your identity you are not a God who doubts your ability God to to protect God to set the territory around us and to call it and anoint it and save it and guard it so, Lord, this morning, in our pajamas, with our coffee in hand, with our, on our couches, we are encountering the presence of the living, breathing, almighty, all-powerful God. God, you are moving in our midst. This is not a, a sample of the presence. This is the presence. This is not a form of it. This is not the cheating version of it. This is not the, the low-fat version. God, this is whole. This is good. This is Jesus breathing, living, moving, being, healing, restoring, reclaiming, guarding, living, breathing life. There's nothing secondhand about you. We declare your power. We declare your power, Jesus. You are holy, 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 holy.
God is a good God. No matter what we're facing in the world today, let this scripture encourage you to have faith in tribulation, faith in in hurt, faith in the uncertainty, and faith in the valley. Psalms 91.2 says this, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. We have to remind that God will never fail us, and He will never, never abandon us. As I was praying this morning, the word God gave me was the word shelter. 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 And that word means to protect or shield from something harmful, to find refuge or take cover from the bad danger, to prevent prevent and protect someone from having to do or face something difficult or unpleasant. I agree. Many of us today are caught thinking in the negative with the thought of no protection, contemplating what the current circumstances will do to us. Well, today, I have great news for you. Jesus has promised to be your refuge in every storm. Yes, every storm. He is our protector. He is our provider. He is our refuge. Always even in times of challenge and change. No matter what you're going through, not only in the current circumstances of this world, but maybe you're, you're also going through a marriage crisis. Maybe you're going through work difficulty and transition. Maybe there's a bad health diagnosis in your home. Maybe you're going through financial struggle. What I say to that is this. You can call on the name of Jesus. He will cover you and surround you with his faithful love. He will be your refuge. I know this because I stand on Psalms 61-5 that says this. Where it encourages us to dwell in the shelter of his wings. From the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wings. For you, God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. And I say to those of you watching us on live stream this morning, I remind you that He is our shelter. He is our rock. He is our protector. He is our guide in times like these. Make a miracle work. 
song that says you restore my faith and hope again I believe that's what God is doing today he's restoring our hope and our faith again as we abide under the shadow and the shade of his mercy he's restoring today faith and hope again in our lives I want to encourage you if you're watching on Facebook as well as on YouTube, would you just do us a favor if you have prayer requests to put those in? And we're going to make sure that we pray over your petitions. Also, just want you to know that if you're watching live stream, I'd love to know where you're watching us from. I've seen some of your comments already on YouTube, and I, I want to say to you, I appreciate you tuning in as well as we miss you all as well. There's nothing like seeing each other face to face. But in the meantime, we're going to do the best we can at communicating the greatest message that there is. And that is the message of the gospel, the good news that we have in God's word. And today I want to talk to you about a four letter word. That four letter word is hope. Hope is the one thing we all need. Doesn't matter what our status is, we all need hope. And let me just tell you that even as I'm presenting this message, I'm looking around this sanctuary and I see you still here. I see the Smith family. I see the Reagan family. I see the Zapian family. I see all the poorest family. I see you all by faith. And I know that you're watching today. And so if you see me looking around, it's because I am envisioning you still here amongst me. And I believe that God is ministering to you where you're at right now. Dr. Groupman, a Harvard Medical School professor, discovered that all of his patients who were diagnosed with serious illnesses or diseases all had one thing in common. They all were looking for a sense of genuine hope. He wrote a book called The Anatomy of hope. His definition of hope is the ability to see a path to the future. Again, the ability to see a path to the future. A path around all the obstacles we face. Once you see that, there's a tremendous emotional uplift that occurs. The doctor confessed, hope has been, is, and always will be the heart of medicine and healing. We could not live without hope. Let me define hope for you this morning. Hope is more than a good motivational thought. Hope is a nothing is impossible with God determination, refusing to be quenched. It's awareness that God is actually expecting looking and longing to show you His goodness. 
That's why the psalmist said in Psalm 27, 13, I would have fainted or been dismayed unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And I want you to understand that today you can expect even in trying times like we are enduring right now, to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Why? Because we have hope in God. Hope is what stabilizes your thoughts and emotions. Hope is an awareness that there is no problem too big for God. This past Thursday, I got to connect with some of the Thursday guys at Pastor Bill Nicolay's church, New Beginnings Christian Center. Let me just put within parentheses or say within parentheses, we did keep our social distance. As we fellowshiped, we talked about what we would be speaking on at our churches this weekend through live stream. I like what Pastor Kevin Vanderden of Grace of God shared with me in response to talking about what I would be sharing today. He pointed out that there is the world's hope, which is more like a wish. I hope so. In contrast with the hope that we have in the Lord, which is an expectancy, a confident expectation at that. I want you to hear me today that you don't have to hope so. You can have confident expectation because our hope is more than a wish. Our hope is based on the Word. The Word of the One whose character is faithful and true. And so today, our hope in the Lord, it will not be dashed. It will not be diminished. It will be strong and sturdy through this storm because it is a hope that is lasting and enduring. It is a hope that will sustain us and strengthen us even through times like this. I read that a few years ago, some researchers performed an experiment to see the effect hope has on those undergoing hardship. Two sets of laboratory rats were placed in separate tubs of water. The researchers left one set in the water and found that within an hour, they all drowned. The other rats, however, were periodically lifted out of the water and then returned. When that happened, the second set of rats swam for over 24 hours. Why? Not because they were given a rest, but because they suddenly had hope. Those animals somehow hoped that if they would stay afloat, just a little longer someone would reach down and rescue them if hope holds such power for unthinking rodents how much greater should its effect be in our lives i love what the psalmist wrote in psalm 40 verses 1 through 3 in the passion translation he wrote i waited and waited And waited some more, patiently, knowing God would come through for me. Then, at last, he bent down and listened to my cry. He stooped down 
to lift me out of danger from the desolate pit I was in. Out of the muddy mess I had fallen into. Now He's lifted me up into a firm, secure place and steadied me while I walk along His ascending path. A new song for a new day rises up in me every time I think about how He breaks through for me. Ecstatic praise pours out of my mouth until everyone hears how God has set me free. Many will see His miracles. They'll stand in awe of God and fall in love with Him. My friend, David's experience has been my experience and it can be your experience too because in God we have a hope that is more than a wish. It's based on His Word whose promises will always be fulfilled. They will not be falling to the ground, but they are forever established and they will be realized because God is faithful. So why then am I speaking on the rope of hope? There is a verse, a familiar verse in fact, in the Old Testament book written by the prophet Isaiah that answers why I'm speaking on the rope of hope. Isaiah 40, 30, 30, 40, 31. You know it. Isaiah 40, 31. And I'm going to share it out of the New King James, the New Living Translation, and the NIV. In the New King James, it says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. In the New Living, it reads, But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And in the NIV, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. The Old Testament word for hope Kalva has the connotation of a cord or, or rope used as an attachment. Kalva is a primitive root in the Hebrew language, which means to bind together, perhaps by twisting. What's Isaiah saying? That God gives us something to hang on to in times of weariness, uncertainty, and instability. He gives us hope. God gives us hope. So while your neighbor without Christ may be panicking, child of God, you don't have to fear. You don't have to be in torment. You don't have to worry about the instability and uncertainty of our times. Your life is founded on the solid rock of God Himself. And He is faithful to watch over His own. That's the hope that we have. Listen to what the Apostle Peter writes about this hope in 1 Peter 1, verses 3 and 4 in the Passion Translation. He writes, Celebrate with praises the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has shown us His extravagant mercy. For His fountain of mercy has given us a new life. We are reborn to experience a living 
energetic hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. We are reborn into a perfect inheritance that can never perish, never be defiled, and never diminish. It is promised and preserved forever in the heavenly realm for you. Did you get it? We have a living and energetic hope for now. And we have a living and energetic hope for our future. Because this isn't it. There is more to life than what we experience this side of heaven. We have the hope of a new heaven and new earth. And the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. That's our inheritance connected to the living and energetic hope we have. And then the Apostle Paul wrote this about this hope in Colossians 1, 26 and 27 in the NIV. The mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but is now disclosed to the Lord's people. To them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Do you see it? Hope is not just something. Hope is someone. Hope is not just something. Hope is someone. Christ in you, Paul writes, the hope of glory. An interesting item appeared in a Nashville newspaper. Datelined Memphis. A woman named Hope. Pulled a man from Chile Harbor waters after watching him drive his car off the bank in an apparent suicide attempt. Hope Phillips, 38, said Monday she was sitting in her car with her husband and son Sunday afternoon when she saw the man drive down Riverside Drive into Wolf River Harbor. Phillips said she saw the man climb on top of the sinking car. His face was like, I'm so desperate, please help me. All I could do was run into the water, she said. Phillips said she swam toward the man who was about 25 feet off the bank and used a tree branch to pull him toward the bank. Her husband helped drag him out of the water. The man said that he was a student at the University of Tennessee. She said, he kept telling us he wasn't worth anything. I said, you are worth something. You're here, aren't you? Then he asked my name. I said, Hope. And he said, what's your name? He repeated it twice. He had a smile on his face. You knew he didn't want to die. The police took the man to the regional medical center. Listen to me. Our hope in God is because of the God of hope. Picture yourself drowning in the ocean or sea of sin, going under in the sea of regret, sinking swiftly in the deep waters of guilt. 
What does God do? He dives in to rescue us and give us hope. How can all this be? Because even while we were yet sinners, the Bible said, Christ died for us. So I want to say to you that are watching, if you don't have a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ, I want to offer you the living hope. That is more than something. It is someone. It is Jesus Christ who gave his life for us. And once you embrace the salvation that he offers, you will then have Christ in you, the hope of glory that will sustain and strengthen you regardless of the storms that we face in life. The writer of Hebrews points out the following about this hope. In Hebrews 6.19, in the Passion Translation, we have this certain hope like a strong, unbreakable anchor holding our souls to God Himself. Our anchor of hope is fastened to the mercy seat which sits in the heavenly realm beyond the sacred threshold. Do you see it? Hope is a lifeline. A spiritual umbilical cord. A stabilizing force in times of trouble. Hope enables us to overcome the paralyzing power of fear. Hope is alive. Hope is living. Hope is energetic. Our hope in God is unbreakable. Our hope in God is tied to Himself. When that is our hope today, that no matter what happens, our God is in charge and He is more than enough for us. I love what William Barclay wrote in his commentary, the letter to the Romans. He says, the Christian hope is the hope which has seen everything and endured everything and has still not despaired because it believes in God. He continues, The Christian hope is not hope in the human spirit, in human goodness, in human endurance, in human achievement. The Christian hope is hope in the power of God. Let me say that again. The Christian hope is hope in the power of God. I want you to understand what God's power can do. It can raise a dead man from the grave. Jesus Christ of Nazareth was dead in a borrowed tomb for three days. But on that Sunday morning, he came out of the grave because of God's resurrection power. And that same power is what our hope is connected to. And when you look to God in hope, you not only have an expectation. You experience a divine intervention through His divine help. Look to Him today. What are you saying, Pastor? The rope of hope is Jesus. Need hope today? Turn to Jesus. He is the hope of glory. The Apostle Paul tells us in his letter to the Romans in Romans 15 and verse 4. Whatever was written beforehand is meant to instruct us in how to live. Watch this. The scriptures impart to us encouragement and inspiration so that we can live in hope and endure or persevere all things. Need hope? Turn to the scriptures. Let me encourage you, those of you that have 
the Bible app. Do what I did when this coronavirus pandemic started to be shared. I took a Bible plan out of you version called Declaring Faith Over Fear. Fill your mind with God's Word during this time. Don't let the news media or even your pessimistic neighbors tell you what to think during this time. Go to the Scriptures. Because in God's Word, we see over and over again God's power doing the impossible. God's power turning things around. God's power sustaining people through tough times. God's power helping people continue on in spite of the times they were going through. Go to the Word. In conclusion, let me share with you something I came across a few hundred years ago. At the founding of this great nation, beginning in 1734, a handful of preachers began to preach in the churches and in the streets and in the fields. So many people came to Christ that this era came to be known as the Great Awakening. Tens of thousands dedicated their lives to Jesus after a falling away. Benjamin Franklin wrote, It was wonderful to see the change soon made in the manners of our inhabitants. From being thoughtless or indifferent about religion, it seemed as if all the world were growing religious, so that one could not walk through the town in an evening without hearing psalms sung in different families of every street. Listen, CWC Life family of Cutler, Dinuba, and guests that are watching in, I believe that there are awakened people in our CWC Life family who know how to wait, trust, and hope on the Lord, and who during this time of weariness, uncertainty, and instability, keep holding on to the rope of hope, and They are raising hallelujahs to our God in the streets of Visalia, Cutler Arosi, Dinuba, Reedley, Parlier, Kingsburg, Fresno, Tulare, Salma, and the like. There are hallelujahs, I believe, being sung in Dinuba on East Davis Street, Lincoln, Fresno Street, Cameron Way, Moldstrauss, Euclid, Meadow Lane, North Lindsay Way, West Kelly Drive, East Ventura Street. I believe there are hallelujahs being raised here in Dinuba on Timothy Avenue, Otis Street. There are hallelujahs also rising on the streets of Cutler Arosi on Van Tassel Road, Road 120, Road 128, Road 124, Road 126, Avenue 424, Avenue 392, Rivera Court. There are hallelujahs being raised even right now, I believe, in Reedley on North Avenue, Red Buitt Avenue, J Street, and on my brother's street, appropriate name, appropriate named Hope Street. I believe there are hallelujahs rising in the streets of Visalia on Delta Avenue, East Wren Avenue, West Dorothea. There are hallelujahs being raised on Pine Street in Selma, on Avenue 376 in Kingsburg, 
Why? Because there is hope. There is hope in God. Because there is help from God. I want you to understand today. We are children of Almighty God. He is more than enough. And I want to declare it because it's true. Coronavirus is a name that has been given to a disease. But there was a name given to a babe that was born in a manger that is above coronavirus. His name is Jesus, the Christ, who is the Lord. And I declare over you that the Lord Jesus Christ is greater than your storm, is greater than this virus, is greater than your trouble, is greater than your worry. And the Bible says whoever, it doesn't matter your station or status in life, whoever will call on the name of the Lord shall be saved, shall be rescued, shall be delivered, shall be helped, shall be lifted. Why? Because in God we have a hope. You wonder why I can keep smiling in the storm? I'll tell you why. Because the Bible says in Psalms, happy is the people whose God is the Lord. I'm not left without hope or help right now. I have hope in the living God and so do you if you know Him as your personal Lord and Savior. And if you don't, I want to lead you in prayer right now for you to be able to grasp the rope of hope in your life. If you don't have God in your life, you never personally turn to faith in Christ, this is your moment. The cross behind me symbolizes the price that was paid. Jesus hung on a cross as an innocent sufferer. He who knew no sin became our sin offering so that we might be made right with God through Him. I want to invite you to invite Him into your life right now. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank You that You so loved this world that You gave Your one and only Son that whoever would believe on Him would not perish but have everlasting life. I thank you, God, that even while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And that through Him, we can lay hold unto and receive the rope of hope that will sustain and strengthen us through whatever we have to deal with in life. You're watching right now, and you need to invite Jesus in your life. I want you to pray this simple prayer with me from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus Christ, I turn from my sin to you, the Savior. I ask you to come in. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me through your precious blood. I receive now your forgiveness and I receive your grace, your unmerited favor. Thank you for saving me. And thank you for giving me in yourself the rope of hope. In your name, Jesus, I thank you. Amen. And for those of you that are watching who are children of God, let me remind you, we're going to get through this. Our God is going to help us. Our God reigns. Regardless of what's happening right now in our world, He's still on His throne.
as we transition, just want to share with you something that our vice president shared yesterday, Mike Pence. He encouraged people during the news briefing yesterday to still give to their churches and charities during this time. And he said these words, The chorus of prayers coming up from communities across the country is making the difference it always has in this country. We are lifting our voice as children of God, asking for God's mercy on our nation and upon our world during this pandemic because we know that our God is able to stop and to put a stay to any plague. Father, in Jesus' name, we agree that you are greater than all. And we join our voices with those, God, that are gathering, Lord, in living rooms right now. Gathering, God, to watch services live stream throughout our nation today. And we ask for mercy to be extended upon the United States of America and upon our world. We pray that you would bring a stop to this pandemic, to this coronavirus. Through the name that is above every name, Jesus Christ the Lord. And we thank you, Father, that you are greater and that you hear our cry and that you are responding today. We also pray for those that have been, Father, posting their prayer request. I pray for your intervention in their lives. I pray, God, that you would continue to perform your working in their lives. Show yourself as the strong one that you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Eddie's going to come and direct us. And I just want to say right now, thank you for those of you that continue to sow into CWC Life. Today I received a a couple of offerings and tithes, and I just want to say thank you for those of you that are being consistent during this time. I also want to thank uh, Ryan, and and I want to to just thank you guys for sowing into our ministry. Ryan and Jill Shankles, all the way from San Diego, thank you for sowing into CWC Life. And those of you that have been giving, and we're going to give instructions in a few of how you can sow into CWC Life during this time, because we're not stopping. We're going to continue in ministry. We're going to continue to give you encouragement during this time. You're not going to be left alone to try to figure out how to make it through. We're going to provide the Word of God that is greater and is more powerful. And so get ready as we move forward in Jesus' name. Right. Yes and amen. Thank you, Pastor, for that amazing time of, of just download from heaven. And so we thank you. We thank you all. Um, And I can just say that the rope of hope is Jesus. Live in hope and declare faith, faith in this time. And yes, we've been going through a lot as families, neighbors, and community. But now is not the time to focus on the lack. But instead on what we do have and what we can continue to do for the house of the Lord. I am sure that everyone has been hit hard financially. But I believe just as was the case with the bread and fish, just as the case with the woman and the coin, just as the case with the woman and the jar of oil, 
we too must go all out on faith. We encourage you to contribute your tithes and offerings online. And after this service, you will receive a video on how you can do that. But for now, I will just share if you go on to CWCCV as well as uh, CWCCV.church, CWCCV.church, and it will take you to our homepage. And that's where you will scroll over to the giving tab. And once you're at the giving tab, you will also then scroll down and it will say click here. And that will then lead you directly to our Tithely app. And again, that will also be shown on a video on our uh, Facebook. And I just want to share that as announcements we have, we want you to stay connected as a church. And not only to stay connected on a Wednesday or Sunday, but to stay connected with us throughout the entire week. And you can find us on YouTube channel, which is CWC Dinuba. Also, we have our Christian Worship Center Cutler Dinuba Facebook page where you will find words of encouragement, updates, worship sessions throughout the week. Why? Because we want you to stay connected. And we want you to join us again online Wednesday at 7 p.m. So that is several ways in which you can continue to be connected to the house of the Lord. And again, thank you so much for joining us today. Amen. As we prepare to get dismissed this this morning, we're just going to go ahead and raise the hallelujah one more time. We're going to invite you guys to sing that out with us.
thank you for joining us this week. We praise, the, praise God in heaven. We bless you this week. Bless you.